Hey, it's Chris. Welcome to the podcast. I've got some good news, for me at least, <laughs> but it's good news for the channel because this is going to equal more and better content. I'll tell you how in just a second, but the MacBook Pro that I ordered like two months ago finally showed up, and it actually showed up a day early. It's supposed to come today, Friday, but it came yesterday, which kind of threw my whole day off because then I was right in the middle of editing, and you know, I'm like a kid in a candy store. I, I can't not open it and start setting it up, right? So that bombed the current video that I was working on, which I actually just published today a little bit because I was just distracted. But uh, it was a good distraction, it was a necessary distraction, and that is because my old 16-inch Intel MacBook Pro, it was just, uh, it was on its last legs. Usually, I mean, I think on average, I would probably say I switch out laptops like every three years, maybe. So this is, you know, bordering on four. I uh, got that thing in 2018, and, I've been real happy with it, but but I don't know, these last few months, it just took a turn for the worst. Someone was like, what was wrong with it? Well, I just couldn't do my work very fast. You know, like the bulk of what I do for the job is video editing. And it was just so slow lately, incredibly slow, um, frustratingly slow, to the point where I was having to restart the computer, restart Final Cut, and just, just wait wait, wait, wait for the longest time just to do simple things, things that shouldn't have been weird at all. It's almost like running a beta, except a, a worse than a beta, but I wasn't. I was just running the current uh, version of Mac OS, and things were just, I, I don't know, I didn't look forward to editing or working, you know, I, I'd have like content done that I was ready to to move into, you know, uh, post with, post production, get edited. And, you know, it was just, it was really a bottleneck. It was messing everything up. So the second that came, uh, I switched over, copied all my files over to my Samsung uh, X5, which is a two terabyte drive I've showed off sometimes. Really do like that thing. Uh, and then moved over everything, got Final Cut installed really quick. And then you know how it goes when you're setting up a new Mac. It's like, you got to take some time to tweak settings and get stuff back in place. It's never just like really quick. And so, and I'm actually going to make a whole video about this, um, how I set up the new MacBook Pro. I usually do that when I get something new that I'm going to use for several years, because this is going to be the workhorse, you know, e even moving forward. I plan on getting the Air, like I told you, and, you know, I'll, I'll get the next uh, iPad Pro and stuff, but but this is going to be something that I'm going to be using uh, for a long time. And by the way, uh, you know, I, I didn't get the, the M2, the 13-inch, because it's kind of like, who would buy that? And I just uh, uploaded a clip on that. Um, which will be out. It's actually out today. Uh, that just got published. You can see it on the Clips channel. But, you know, a new new MacBook Pros are going to come out, but this is the one that I'm going to be using for the next couple of years. So um, the specs are basically just maxed out. It's the, well, I guess not totally, right? I got the Max chip, so I could have got the Ultra, but I got the Max. Um, and other than the storage, I got four terabytes here, so I didn't get eight. But other than that, everything's maxed out in terms of the specs. So I've only edited like half a project on it so far. So I can't really tell you exactly what the difference feels like, but it's very snappy um, and it, it's been a very fun 12 or so hours with it <laughs> so far. So my desk setup has changed a little bit. So so right now, I don't know if you remember this, um, I got that LG Ultrawide on there right now and I was telling you I had to use some third-party software on the old computer to get the best resolution out of it. Well, this, I plugged it straight in and it got the, the best resolution right out of the box. No third-party software needed. So that was cool, that was nice. Um, it's very it's very good quality, so much better than the old 47-inch. Uh, sorry, Alfred, I loved the 47-inch, but 
but just practically, I mean, the resolution here is such a treat. Except for it makes me feel like a super old guy because it was such good resolution that made everything tiny. And now I'm like squinting. It's like, I, I'm the one person in the family that doesn't have glasses by this point. And I'm holding off as long as I can or contacts, you know. And like I, I have really good vision traditionally. I've always had. But now it's like, mm, I don't know. Am I am I getting closer to having to finally get that? But um, I just just so nice now. I, I what I did is I've got for now. I, I mess around with also having this is this is everything I've been really busy in the last few days, right? <laughs> I mean, in the last couple hours, messing around with the setup and also trying to get a little work done too. But right now I've got um, the 12 South, whatever it is, curved whatever uh, stand. I've got the MacBook propped open on top of that just for the cooling. I, I like to have it in clamshell mode, but uh, I want the maximum cooling and I don't think you get that really if it's in clamshell probably. I haven't really looked into it yet, but I know that's been the case in the past. So it's open and it's off to the right and I'm using Apple's um, Touch ID standalone keyboard with the trackpad right now. I really am a fan of the MX Master from Logitech, which is, you know, a staple. It's been around for a long time. Switching back to the trackpad just because I do like editing with it. So we're going to see how that goes. Part of my desk setup right now, I'm actually recording at the desk right now, which is weird. I'm not down in the studio. I'm not down in the, the room across from the studio, which sometimes gets used for stuff. Uh, I'm at my desk and I've got a new podcasting setup kind of going up here which ties into something else I'm going to be covering soon. Kensington sent me this awesome uh, group of new products that they came out with, which is like a super upgraded uh, setup for video conferencing, basically, like like Zoom stuff, meetings, FaceTime, I guess, whatever, uh, like a super pro setup. How pro? They sent me two cameras, right? It's a two-camera setup uh, with lighting, uh, with different kinds of arms to mount stuff, uh, really cool. So I'm, I haven't set that all the way up yet, but pieces of, of that are together. I'm using one of the arms right now, not for the camera, because you can have one of the cameras either like just another angle of view or like down at the desk, uh, but I'm actually using it. Uh, it's a mic arm as well. It, it can be either. And I've got a, a mic mounted on here. got my Shure mic, and uh, it's nice. It's nice to not have to just go down to, you know anywhere else to a different location to record. I can just sit here and record it, and I'm recording it straight into Final Cut, it's funny, I Final Cut's a video program uh, editor, if you didn't know that. And uh, it used to be like, I, I have a, a roadcaster or whatever it is, the big box that you see all the YouTubers have that you plug your mics in. It can hold up to like four XLR mics, which are the good ones. And, you know, I hate recording into it, honestly. It feels weird to say that. It's not like a cheap piece of kit, but it's a huge pain to transfer over. And the reason is, I mean, it's it's like, it's good, but it's bad. The reason is because it's so high quality. The files, they're enormous. And that that was definitely getting killer on the old uh, Intel too. But I finally realized like, dude, just record straight into the, the thing that you're going to be editing in and, and cut out the importing process. And that's what I'm doing now. And it's so much nicer. And I feel like there's less... Uh, of a time commitment to sit down and record the podcast. So now I can just do it. Things are like flowing and with the new computer, it's just going to be great. So anyways, um, that is the setup. But the other part of that is that I'm plugged into uh, a Scarlett Solo, which is an XLR. It's like an audio interface for your Mac. And that plugs in via the USB-C. Is it Thunderbolt? I think it's just USB-C, but, but it lets me plug in and use an XLR mic. So higher quality, that's good. And also has 
uh, some monitoring features and, and other stuff that, that just make things sound good, work good. And that I've actually kind of stashed out of the way underneath the Mac. It's like living under the stand. So I can't see it from where I'm sitting in the chair, which is cool, stays out of the way because it gets kind of cluttery otherwise. Uh, and that's cool, it's just like, it's just hidden under there. And then, although the new MacBook Pro has uh, the 14 inch here that I got, has the, the MagSafe connector back, which is cool, I actually am powering everything through just one cord hooked up to the LG. So the LG is powering everything, and I've got uh, this external storage, I think it's like 12 terabytes of storage where I just keep all the archive stuff. I don't archive all my footage like some people do. I just archive uh, the actual exports of the videos so I can have that on demand if I need to pull some footage or something. So that is plugged into the back of the LG 40-inch 5K 2K monitor as well. And then it's just one cord into the MacBook Pro, which is actually a really nice setup, almost. Um, the way I have things arranged on the desk, it, I can see the cord cords like hanging out a little bit and that's kind of bugging me i got to figure out if there's a better way to sort of stash those out of the way but you know sometimes for these accessories the cords aren't quite long enough to like wrap around and and uh you know put it on the best possible out of the way path or course so you can like really hide stuff so i, I gotta work on that i haven't had time but the thing i messed around with was what do i do with the ipad pro you know because i get i use my ipad pro for all kinds of stuff especially now with stage manager especially now with that display zoom where I can shrink things. I am loving that. Spoiler alert, it, you know, at this point in the beta, uh, things aren't working perfectly uh, with the external monitor support. Uh, I'll just say that. I'm not supposed to really review it, but, but you know, uh, eh. so I haven't, I haven't been really uh, playing around with that too much on the LG, but I am uh, figuring out like, you know, this, so this is very much reminding me of my old setup with the 47 inch LG uh, in our old house because, uh, you know, there I had a sidecar setup where the iPad just kind of lived underneath the screen, and that was cool, but side, sidecar's been really glitchy for me lately. I don't know if this happens to you, but it's like when you initiate it, uh, it just freezes kind of, and then your mouse gets lost, and you're like, where, where's the mouse? Oh, it's on that screen, but you can't see it because it's frozen again. It happens like almost every time for me, and granted, the iPad is on the beta right now, but even when it's not, it seems to run into that problem. So I haven't used sidecar in quite a while, because it just hasn't been working that good for me. Um, and I'd rather absolutely be using, I, I say absolutely, I've got enough screen real estate that I would absolutely do it in this setup. I don't know if I just had just the MacBook Pro and the iPad and no external monitor if I would say this, but I, I really wanna get uh, universal control going and, and in this setup, it hasn't been working for me at the moment, which is a bummer. So neither of those ways to utilize the iPad is working great for me right now. Um, and I haven't had the time to just troubleshoot that. So I was going to stick the iPad over on the left and have like the MacBook Pro screen on the right and the iPad over on the left. I had that 12 South, uh, big tall stand, whatever that was, that's adjustable. That's kind of flimsy, unfortunately, but I don't like that either because then you can't mount the Apple pencil cause it's got like a claw grip and it blocks the Apple pencil charging and pairing, which is kind of annoying. So long story short, the iPad Pro is just kind of sitting in front of my LG monitor right now without the magic keyboard because that takes up too much room to just use it as a stand. So that is the Daily Tech State of the Union right now. Uh, and I'll, I'll say this, I still have the HomePod mini on the desk and I realize I'm not using it all that much. For everybody out there that's, that's got the HomePod mini, I, I mean, I'm using it mostly, honestly, the, the thing that we use it mostly for is for 
intercom stuff. Just like talking to people on the other side of the house. That's mostly what it gets used for. And for serial requests, just like, what's the weather like? Uh, or sending messages or, or any kind of serial related thing. But for music and podcasts and stuff, really haven't been doing that. Because, you know, I've got one sitting on my desk, but I, I just end up listening to headphones most of the day while I'm working. And, you know, I've got one down in the basement and I've got one in the bedroom. Uh, but I guess in the bedroom, sometimes we use it for some music. So that would be like the one exception because we still have one of the old school HomePods, like one of the big ones. And I know I'm kind of getting excited about some of the rumors j just because it's a new thing, not necessarily because I'm like, I think I'm really going to use it, but just because it's new, I'm, I'm excited to check it out. That The rumor of the kind of like an iPad glued to a big HomePod, um, sort of like what Amazon and Google have, have kind of been doing with their smart speakers. I'm curious what that would be like. Um, seems like something that could go in the kitchen maybe, for instance. But for like music music, that's still what we're using out in the living room. And that works awesome. I still love that thing. Love it. The whole family loves it. The one in my office anyway, is just in, in the basement. Other than the intercom, really, and Siri, it's feeling kind of pointless. Isn't that weird? It's almost, I hate to say this, almost there just as a decoration. But it's here nonetheless. If, uh, if you saw the latest video, it was on the Pataka flipbook case, which I didn't expect to show up as early as it did because it was on like pre-order. I had pre-ordered it and it was going to be a couple of weeks, I thought, before I got it. But it came. It came early. So I got it unboxed on the channel and, and talked about it. And uh, it's a weird one. It's an interesting one. Uh, like somebody said in the comments, you know, they, they get points for creativity. I've never seen an iPad accessory like this. And if you haven't seen it, it's kind of this thing that wraps around and sticks onto your magic keyboard that gives it handles kind of so you can carry it around. Kind of like a briefcase. Turns it into like a businessy style briefcase. Although someone's some like, it's sort of just like a really flat purse. I don't really think that. It's more, it's really like a briefcase. Uh, but the question remains, I think, in people's heads. I've already answered the question. Am I going to keep using it? I think I must be one of the first people to get my hands on it and check it out. Uh, and the answer is no. Uh, it's going to come right off because it, it's not something I'm going to be using like around here for sure. And if I'm going somewhere, I get the brilliance. It, it is pretty cool. Like don't have to bring a bag with you. That's pretty cool. But I think I'd rather just not have the handles and just have that extra storage a little bit. Honestly, it's uh, more or less pointless uh, for me. I'm, uh, it was just something to explore, something fun um, to check out. But I don't think it's going to be for me. And a lot of people in the comments so far, it's only been up since this morning. There, there, I see people like, mm, it's, it was fun, it was interesting to check out, but I don't think it's for me. And honestly, that's my sentiment exactly. So um, I would love to know, I've gotten a little feedback here and there from people uh, who have chimed in, but I'd love to know what you think with uh, kind of the direction I've been taking things on the channel, which is to have a main subject, like an anchor subject uh, in the videos that are going up on Daily Tech's main channel, and then follow that up with some other segments, like some fun stuff, like a hangout time, kind of like extra innings where the video doesn't have to end there. We can kind of continue to talk about some other stuff. And it, it's really like a combination. I've not really seen anyone doing this. I've seen people like split these sorts of content up into different channels, for instance, but I haven't seen anyone else really taking this approach. So, and then I, what I do is those extra segments, which a lot of people don't end up seeing. Uh, it's really cool that a lot of people do. There was over a hundred people hanging out at the premiere for the whole video, which is cool. I don't know, it got up to like 140 or something, which is great. It, you know, a lot of people did stick around for the whole thing, which is cool. I don't know, it was like 20 minutes or something like that. That seems to be about what we're hitting. But a lot of people 
really there's like a magic thing at least with our channel when somebody hits 50 percent of the video there that's that's the majority of the time when people drop out it was around 50 percent. so you know the the anchor segment is going to be about 50 percent of the video anyways and uh, which is funny because then just by the nature of it being longer like people end up seeing more of what would normally just be the whole video but they see the whole main segment now or a lot more of it um, than they used to so it's interesting but i take the other segments and i clip those up and put them on the clips channel and they have a whole different life over there there seems to be different people that have subscribed um and a lot of people are like hey this is a cool channel you, you don't seem like you're brand new you know you should good luck to you you, you could hit a, a, a hundred thousand someday uh which is funny uh but it's good it's it's fun to be in that, that different environment and feel like you know almost like you're kind of a new creator in a way again but this is a big important part of why um, I'm excited about this new MacBook is because because it's so powerful, um, it's literally going to hopefully let me get more done. I'm still trying to maximize what I can do with a small team here and uh, without having to do some extra hiring and, and um, getting the studio space and stuff. That is coming. That's in the future. Uh, but I still want, I'm in the mode here still where I want to maximize like what we have going on right now. And this tool will literally let me maximize. I don't know how many other creators are out there, uh, that have this much manpower, let's say this, the same amount as what we're doing, our, our very small team and are putting out this much content, not that many people, unless they're just streaming straight up streaming live with no editing. That's one thing. But for people who are doing like uh, thoughtful edited content and sitting there doing, you know, like the pre-production, the planning uh, and getting it out there, it's a pretty unique thing that we have going on right now. And I hope to ramp it up and I'm having fun doing it. it that's, that's one good thing about this. The way that the things are going, you know, as we're starting to experiment with this, I'm having a lot of fun. And that's really important because if I wasn't, if this was a, a huge drag, then I my heart wouldn't be in it, the content would suffer, and it wouldn't be fun, and I wouldn't be excited and motivated to actually do the work, because it is a lot of hard work. Um, but as I say, the hard things, those are the things worth doing. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. I think there's a reason why nobody's doing exactly this sort of format. Um, with that said, I, I know people keep asking, hey, you, you gotta update the merge because uh, we've just had like the same old, honestly, it's really boring. It's just like the old Daily Tech Logo D hoodie. And I think that's like the one thing that we've been selling is just through the official YouTube uh, platform. They have a, a merge partner that they partnered with that you can do it. And I found that their quality is like really bad. And I haven't had a lot of luck finding a merch provider that offers really high quality stuff because I don't want to just slap a logo on something, someone buys it, and then like it's washed twice and the logo is coming off or the, the artworks or words is coming off. And the, the fabric's just getting all messed up. Like, I want something high quality for people that want to support the channel. If someone wants to go to the trouble of buying something that, that has anything to do with daily tech, just like the videos and our content, I want it to be high quality. And so far, I've definitely found that the YouTube stuff is not very high quality straight up through there. But I do think I found a, a decent platform that has some good stuff. And I've been, I've been like trying to figure out like what do I want to put out there that other people would want to do. I know I want to do some stickers. People love the stickers. I want some stickers. I'm also thinking about doing something nitro related, right? Since I, I like nitro. The obvious one is people that I hear a lot of, they're like, hey, you got to do a Hey, It's Chris shirt, right? That's what I want. Um, that's what people obviously associate 
with the channel of me often, um, the Hayes Chris. So that maybe is a possibility. And, and then I've got to do some artwork or find somebody who can do some really good artwork because um, I want it to be good. So that could be in the works. In terms of, uh, you know, I, I kind of view this podcast as like a behind the scenes thing, like updating you on what Daily Tech's up to, what I'm up to, uh, and versus just like, uh, I'm not going to do as much Apple like news stuff here because I'm going to incorporate that into what we're doing with the Clips channel and the stuff I just described. So I'll talk about like Apple in my life, the stuff that I'm having experiences with, you know, like the new MacBook Pro, what am I doing with my iPad, all of that. Right. But in terms of the channel and channel goals, um, I think that the next steps for us is to upgrade some of the equipment um, when we can. So one thing I'd like to do is get rid of the mic that you see in the videos. It's very visible and it gets in the way. Um, And finally, I got it sounding fairly decent, but but it gets in the way because I'd like to have a different camera angle over my back shoulder. I've got a bunch of C stands down in the studio um, that let me position a camera basically anywhere I want in space could be up, down, you know, as long and and like off camera, it's, it's, they're really nice to see stands. Um, but there's an angle that I would really like to have. And it's that, that mic arm, which is a really cool mic arm, by the way, I, people ask me about all the time because it looks nice and it is nice, heavy duty. Uh, it's better than, you know, like the, the, the mic arm that I'm using right now at the podcast setup here. That's it's convenient, but it doesn't look cool, you know, and I think a lot of the the arms that you see are that style. So uh, it served me well, as good as it looks, you know, for a while, I didn't want to use it because a lot of other tech channels didn't have that. They had the shotgun mic off camera, like above uh, some people put it below. And and that was like the way that tech videos did. And I was like, I don't care like what the other people are doing. I, I think I'll get better sound for this space with a mic that's closer to my mouth. And I think that ended up being the case um, versus the Rode NTG2, which is the mic that I was using before. So I'm thinking about really upgrading that mic and, and going back off, get it off the camera angle. Uh, and I, I think that would sound hopefully better. Um, it costs money, right? Like for a decent mic, you're looking at like a thousand bucks minimum probably for something really in the range that I want to do. So that, and I've heard the feedback, people are like, you know, when you do a multi-cam of your face, it drives me nuts when the color profile shifts a little bit, the colors are off. Well, why are the colors off? Um, And probably I could do a better job matching up the colors, but uh, that's not like, you know, I'm not like a super camera nerd and a gear nerd. Some people are really into it, like Peter McKinnon style, and they make their content about that. Um, But that's not me. Like I'm more of the consumer side of things, just using the stuff. I'm doing it, but I'm not like super passionate about the computer or, or the the camera stuff and the audio stuff, right? I want it to be really good, but it doesn't make me happy to learn all the ins and outs of it. That, let's just say it like that. So our main camera is the A7S III still, and then we have like five A6600s. So this is all Sony gear, and um, you know the sensors are just different, and like the capabilities are vastly different between our main camera and those B cams or B C D whatever cams. And um, it's been great that you know having that setup has opened up. A whole new world of possibilities. That's why we did that, why we got those uh, in the first place. But I'm getting to the point where I really want things to match more. But, uh, you know, the A7S III, just the body is still 3500 bucks. I don't think that's gone down at all since it came out. And and then I'm like, well, maybe I want to look at the A1 too. Maybe the, what the thing to do is not to get another A7S III or two, but to get the A1, set that as the main camera. But that's like double the price or triple almost. 
Um, I think it's like around seven thousand or eight thousand dollars just for the for the body. But the lenses are all interchangeable. Maybe get that as the new A cam, and then move the A seven S three over as a B cam uh, or C cam because the A one shoots an eight K. But I know it's probably for what I do. I do a lot of shooting for like a, a long period of time. I don't know if it would overheat or not is the main thing that I, why I haven't done that. That I think is good enough to wrap up this episode, kind of fill you guys in with everything that's going on. Uh, I got a long arduous task now of going back. You know, I, I like to set up the new MacBook from scratch. I don't know if that's the same for you. It, it doesn't matter what it is. Apple tries to make it really easy for you to just basically import everything from your old devices, whether it's iPhone, iPad, Mac, uh, and, and just be like off to the races with your new stuff. I always, for some reason, really like to just set stuff up from scratch because I feel like you accumulate a lot of stuff over time and a lot of it's fluff, especially me because I'm always installing apps and stuff that I maybe I'm not even always going to use, but it's just for video content or to make a recommendation. And so I end up with a lot of extras that I, I maybe don't want and I want to kind of get rid of the dead weight. So the trade-off, is that I got to go back and, and like look at all the little things, uh, settings and apps and stuff and see like what do I want to and plugins and see what what should actually be transferred over. So that is coming up, but I can't say I hate it. You know, it's going to be fun. Uh, some of that too. So, hey, thanks for hanging out. Uh, thanks for watching. Uh, thanks for all the suggestions. If you have suggestions, uh, please comment and, and let me know in the next video uh, or on the community or, or Twitter, wherever. And I'll catch you guys in the next video or podcast. Later.